Hi everyone. Good morning. So uh, yesterday we played a very interesting uh, small Instagram game, if you could say that, uh, where we uh, displayed a picture of uh, water being literally going wasted from the rain, uh, storm water rain, and uh, it should. We asked a question that whether it should be saved or it should be. Uh, led to uh, go waste yeah? and uh, I was absolutely delighted to see that everybody it was 100% result very clearly around uh, I think 200 odd people have replied to it and it says that everybody says that uh, it should be saved so uh, this is something that is the need of the hour for sure and I thought uh, what better than uh, getting uh, 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 Mr. Adhyapak from uh, Waterfield Technologies uh, so to speak on uh, rainwater harvesting today. Uh, today's session is uh, live uh, clearly on rainwater harvesting sponsored by uh, Vita Moderna. They have been really uh, instrumental in uh, getting all these live sessions organized. Uh, also the, uh, the proceedings that we get, uh, we are kind of uh, contributing it to uh, the Corona Ward, as in Corona, uh, 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 sorry, the construction workers uh, who are right now devastated during the Corona pandemic. Uh, we'll quickly take uh, Mr. Uh, Sandeep uh, Adhyapak live with us. And uh, while we go live, I'll briefly brief what he is, what is his background also. Uh, Adhyapak ji is uh, a chartered uh, civil engineer and uh, he's uh, kind of been uh, 20 years in this field of rainwater harvesting. And uh, he has his own company called Waterfield Technologies. And uh, through this company, he's done over 2,000 odd uh, projects across India. And that's that's a huge number. I mean, uh, just think about it. Uh, if one project can save about uh, uh, a lakh of liters, think about how crazy the amount is. And uh, now that he is also partnered with uh, the government of Maharashtra for water neutral uh, tribal school projects in uh, Nandubar and Nashik. Uh, it's it's very interesting to have uh, you know a, a entrepreneur uh, going on a very social cause as well. So his uh, social service front is uh, brilliant again. His passion for sharing knowledge. Uh, I mean, it, it I think comes from his name itself. Uh, his last name says Adhyapak, and I think that's that's the reason he's pretty keen and very uh, yeah, immediately he just hopped onto this opportunity when we uh, presented him with the idea that we want to do this uh, interesting knowledge session uh, on rainwater harvesting. He immediately kind of agreed to it. So that clearly shows that how, how uh, passionate he is about the entire chapter and everything. Of course, he is uh, decorated with a lot of awards and everything and we will not get into all those details. I think without taking too much of time, uh, let's uh, meet Adhyapakji. Uh, Adhyapakji, good morning. Good morning, how are you sir today? I am doing good. Thank you so much for making me part of this uh, event and uh, thanks to Zero19 and Tari and to you as well. Thank you. Sir, it's our pleasure that you kind of agreed to this uh, because this is something that uh, is, is an interesting uh, platform, not just for knowledge sharing but also to learn, I mean to, to learn from everybody and uh, it kind of just brings a very different kind of a subtle change that we are looking at, that uh, why do we need this, I mean at this moment and uh, that's the reason I kind of gave you very simple five questions, what, where, how and why, so he's answered these questions very simple in these uh, in these uh, slides that we will be able, we will be seeing right now, so uh, Sir, without wasting any time, uh, let's let's get on to uh, the topic. So, uh, I think from here on, I think you you are the boss. Thank you, Prashant. So, uh, 
if it comes to our mind, I mean, what is this rainwater harvesting is all about? Okay. So to answer this question, uh, let me tell you, friends. I mean, this is the I would say this is the one of the best or effective, most effective water management system. As rainwater is available every year, that too free of cost, not even GST you have to pay. And if you catch the source right there, when it is available in, in the nature freely, and you manage your needs, that is going to be the best solution because it will involve very less cost as the source is free. So basically rainwater harvesting is an effective water management solution as definition goes designed to fulfill secondary needs why secondary because primary needs you need uh, you know clean water or other rainwater is too pure to drink too pure because it doesn't contain the minerals it is not fit for drinking but yes other than drinking all secondary needs you can use it for industry and for any household purposes so to design the uh, what we do is we design uh, these systems to fulfill the secondary water needs to catch rainwater by collecting rainwater whenever and wherever it falls utilizing it during rainy season is the first step towards harvesting and recharging whatever is surplus into the groundwater resources in the form of dug wells or bore wells we have so that you store whatever surplus available with you in rainy season so that it doesn't go to the sea rather it is recharged into the resources within your premises below ground surface through the bore wells and dug wells having recharge pits around so that this water is safe for you it gets conserved it gets harvested which is made available throughout the year after even the season is over and this is how nature's mechanism is doing it for us now is the time that we have to do it for our own this is the definition what we follow when it comes to rainwater harvesting Sir, as you've already answered, I think uh, these are the uh, five basic uh, points that we were looking at. So the second question obviously is when, and it's pretty evident. But uh, do you think that uh, without uh, uh, the rainy season, for example, is it possible that we can still harvest uh, uh, water by any chance? See, I'll tell you, harvesting means, uh, you know, reaping the benefits when you have it. See, the harvest word has come from the agriculture. And the farmer, we, we all know the harvest season, when, when the crop is ready, it is harvested. And here, the word rainwater harvesting means, whenever rainwater is available, you have to catch it, as definition goes. And you do the same thing what farmer does. We should learn from the farmers. You know, India is an agriculture country, and we should learn from the fundamentals, and which are followed by the farmers. They may not be, you know, MBAs and graduates, but they follow the wisdom and we should catch that wisdom in this water harvesting as well. What farmer does, you know, they harvest the crop and immediately what happens, you know, they celebrate. They celebrate by consuming the crop produce. They make some good dishes, good, you know, tasty food. They invite guests, they, they consume that and whatever is harvested, they keep aside some small chunk which will fulfill their needs, immediate needs of the family for the throughout the year. They keep it stored, that produce. And remaining they sell it to market. When it comes to water management, we have to learn the same technique, a wisdom from farmer. 
we have to catch it when it is available in the form of rain water that is typically one one season in india we have rainy season almost four we call it as a season rainy season and that uh, time you have to harvest it you have to collect it you have to store it consume it rather you utilize rain water during rainy season that is the first thing most of the people forget uh, because every year it comes and we never think of we think of you know picnics we think of going to the you know treks and monsoon picnics and buy some you know new raincoats rain sheeters and umbrellas but we never think of you know conserving it instead of using municipal water or ground water so uh, the, the point here is we should collect it during rainy season that is the time when we can harvest it harvesting includes all these parameters consuming it when it is available and remaining you have to store it and then see it that it is also available in non monsoon period that is 8 months of uh, the year which you don't have rainy season or rains available that time it is made available in the form of ground water that is how uh, it goes absolutely absolutely so basically where where do we do all this okay uh, rain uh, god has been merciful to all you know uh, unbiased nature is unbiased so every rooftop of any every building all over and it 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 showers on the surfaces around the buildings typically these are the two places or two types of uh, you know structures which you can think on when you go for harvesting rain water so uh, typically rain water which is collected from the rooftops of the building is so clean as i said that in a natural form rain water which comes from the condensation process doesn't contain any impurity by the time it travels from the cloud to the uh, uh, earth it gets added with some dissolved impurities due to the gases maybe in initial rains thereafter it gets added with some dust dirt particle which are there on the rooftops but when it gushes through the pipeline uh, on the ground up then it runs on the surfaces and goes to the sea it gets added more and more impurities into it so if you catch it on the rooftops of the building i think that is the most purest form which is available with you for use and then second type is when it with whatever is available around the building which carries still more impurities into it due to the dust dirt particle and uh, you know uh, some vehicular due to vehicular movement there could be traces of oil and grease and all those things also added to it that can be separated as a surface runoff we call it so there are two types of rainwater harvesting rooftop rainwater harvesting which is most efficient out of two and surface runoff harvesting which has a bigger quantum but you have to spend a little attention on getting it purified before you put to use the same so this is how you know typically in two uh, at two uh, different locations you can catch it and use it one from rooftop another is from uh, open areas around the building other than rooftops in the fields okay so we move on to the next question which was why okay why is very clear i think uh, you answered it and when you posted you know everybody think that yes we have to we must conserve why 
that it is very evident that you know many cities in the world not in india only many cities in the world are going water emergency uh, they are uh, facing water shortages uh, we have uh, in india also chennai bangalore and you know in, even in mumbai uh, like urban areas where we waste lot of water in the toilets for flushing kind of say yes you deserve uh, you know uh, all these things provided you also think of conserving the nature and i am i am i can dare to tell you that india is a water rich country when it comes to availability of rainfall uh, in a different region it, it, it is available in uh, different numbers but urban areas like mumbai when we face water scarcity there is a you know no water available or people use tanker water the reason why you know we don't uh, conserve this natural resource which is free we don't value that and i'm sure people have now realized and they are very much uh, you know thinking of how to do it uh, i'm sure this is going to be the next question maybe but uh, why is clear that we are today we are dependent on all other sources other than you can see the water cycle if you go back to the basics of the uh, school what we have learned friends uh, if you look at the water cycle water do we know the chemical formula h2o with two hydrogen and one oxygen we cannot take water to when we have we are thirsty we cannot produce water you know you have to depend on water in nature which is available free and that the journey in the form of water it starts when it trickles down as a droplet from the sky in the form of rain so when it when it is looked upon as a cycle it starts with the rain water so friends we have to realize and today maybe we are all are dependent on uh, these other sources which are secondary sources because uh, uh, the sources like you know dam we get most of the areas in uh, you know urban city urban development uh, you know scenario uh, we get water from the dams which are constructed uh, you know uh, uh, at a distance from the cities and we collect rain water which is nothing but rain water collected there and we transport it to the city we get it treated and then we supply it through the taps uh, from one tap we drink it and from another tap we waste it into the toilet so my point here is then see this is the natural resource and we need to conserve it when it is available and uh, why it is to be conserved that we are today paying maybe uh, for drinking water today you know you pay 20 rupee a liter and maybe a tanker water we have to get it for when we don't uh, get sufficient water from the municipal tap we ask for the tanker water from where tanker gets the water that water is also rain water stored somewhere ground water we are largely dependent in india even today we are dependent on ground water as a source of drinking water supply in rural areas so when it comes to ground water it is also a secondary source because ground water gets recharged naturally when it Uh, uh, during the rainy season, uh, when when it occurs, the rain occurs. Part of the uh, water which flows uh, on the surfaces gets percolated into the deep ground, and that gets stored into the uh, cavities. What we call it as aquifers, which we tap by connecting it through the bore well or dug wells. From where we get the, that water, which is nothing but rain water. So, if you look at the whole scenario, the cycle starts from rain water, and we are dependent on most of the secondary sources even we are thinking of now getting water from the sea which is uh, we can see that it is in uh, you know ample quantity which is available there 
but friends it is nothing but rain water and in the form of sea water it is so much uh, i would say carry it carries so much of salt and all those contaminants that to make it fit for use you have to do a lot of uh, exercise uh, you have to get the treatment done which involves a lot of technology a lot of money inputs and energy everything and then we are trying to make it fit for drinking so one hand you have a prime source which is available free of cost in the most purest form and the last end i would say is the sea uh, from where it gets evaporated in in the form of vapor and again it comes back in the form of rain the last source we are trying to work upon um, and ignoring the prime source which is most efficient way of doing it so i think uh, if you understand this why we should do it if we catch the freshest resource your money is going to be saved and i am telling you so many projects around uh, you know 2000 projects we have completed so far across india in different geological conditions and different uh, you know rainfall zones we have experienced that any project can be designed to have a payback whatever maybe the sizing of the project we have done one house we have done 100 buildings project we have done uh, townships with refineries in assam heaviest rainfall zone in india we have worked in all that uh, all those parameters i can tell you with the confidence that any project small to big can be designed to have a payback within 2 to 3 years at the most 5 years when it comes to uh, collect uh, re recovering the cost which is invested into because simply uh, i i'll give you last reason why you should invest into this kind of projects and get assured that you have sufficient water is a setup of factory if you set up a factory where the raw material is free are you not going to make the profits and i'm sure if audience can uh, you know listen to this you can type yes or you can show thumb i can see many thumbs coming up yes i'm yeah. sure if the there are there you are going to recover the cost so there are there are some questions we'll take them later as well yeah please okay so uh, can yeah. i move on to the next one yeah definitely this is this is a slightly technical one if i'm uh, understanding it correctly yeah prashant when it comes to water though it is water when it comes to a, a, a specific a part of the management tool uh, with the technicalities it goes right though it is water <laughs> okay so i try and explain it in 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 the very uh, simple format there are six components we need to think on when we we want to set up any project uh, on rainwater harvesting there are six components which needs to be considered one is a catchment we talked about there are two types of catchment one is a rooftop another is a surface area around the buildings so if you consider this building typical urban structure one is a collection system you have to consider already you have pipeline which is getting water from the terrace and it uh, drains the that water which goes into the storm water drains and goes to the sea so this collection system which is already there you have to consider that if it is not there sufficient you have to provide so one is a collection system if there is a sloping roof you have to provide the gutter so that is why one is a collection system second is channelization you have to collect this water which is collected from the rooftop uh, to one place where it can be you know handled it can be it can be stored somewhere so it it needs to be channelized it should be channelized to one place okay or two places uh, depending on the sizing of the structure so that you spend less on the channelization cost we can optimize the design but second component is it needs to be collected it should be channelized third component is 
it's filtration. Now you would say rainwater being very pure, why we need to filter that? I mean, but yes, of course, even though it is from rooftop you are collecting, it carries certain dust, dirt particles which are there on the rooftop, uh, rooftops of the buildings. Some bird droppings would be there. So all these things adds to the impurities in the form of suspended impurities, which can be removed easily by putting up a filter to those collection systems, to those pipes, which can be easily fitted to online filters, what we call it as wall mounting filters, which are available. You can see one of the picture, what we use to this filter, which is from Bangalore, which is a fantastic product and you, it works without energy. You don't have to do anything. It filters water and it runs on water only and it separates the impurities and clean water into, uh, uh, you can take it to the third component that is storage tank, which you provide. You can see in the picture that there is a small tank which is provided to collect this water so 90% water from this filter, the rainy filter, goes to the tank and it gets stored so that it is made available for all secondary purposes during rainy season. Okay, and then whatever is surplus available, there is an overflow to this tank. It is. Uh, so I talked about the storage and then distribution also you need to think of utilizing that water so there is a pipe you can put a pump inside the tank and lift the water to the separate tank on the rooftops which is connected to your flushing pipes only so that you don't have to drink this water you can use this water other than drinking uh, through the flushing uh, you know uh, uh, lines and that is put to use during rainy season and whatever is surplus you recharge it through the borewell. So you can see the recharge pit next to the borewell, which is having outlet connected to the borewell. So these, these are the six components, collection, channelization, filtration, storage, distribution, and then surplus to be recharged. And whenever there is no rain or there is a gap between the rains, uh, which doesn't suffice, this tank doesn't suffice the requirement, it is empty, you can pump water from the borewell into the same tank and it is lifted again through the same system so that you have water all the time. This is how it works. Wonderful. Was it simple? Very interesting. Uh, also, I want to just, uh, I mean, that's a question which I, I uh, the viewers have not sent it, but I am asking you that, uh, uh, is this only a collective effort? Can I do it individually? Like for example, when you demonstrated this is a building, say for example, for some reason, uh, there are no occupants on the first and second floor and the only third floor person wants to do this. Is there any possibility to go individual and do this as well? See, I would say, uh, if you want to, you know, really begin with, you should start individually, but of course, rooftop, if it is common, it has to be uh, like this kind of urban structure, you have to take a call as a uh, committee, of this society who wants to put up this in urban areas. But whenever it comes to uh, semi-urban or rural areas where people have individual houses, rooftops are individual rooftops, they can go with the individual building structures as well. And uh, it has potential, I mean, to suffice the requirements. See, I'll tell you, uh, multi-story buildings have uh, maximum usage potential and limited collection potential with respect to the roof area available. So you can optimize the design and, and, and you can collect it from a small house. We have done uh, houses, schools and multi-story buildings as well. As well as the bigger industry, somebody asked me the formula about calculating how much we can calculate from whether it is industry, whether it is a residential uh, uh, cooperative housing society, roof terrace or whether, whether it is an individual roof. The simple formula which applies everywhere to understand the potential is you multiply the roof area in square meters by the rainfall, average annual rainfall 
for example in mumbai if you have a thousand square feet of a rooftop available of your bungalow 100 square meter roughly multiplied by 2.5 meter of rainfall average annual rainfall we get it in mumbai multiplied by 0.8 as a collection efficiency because 20% you can consider as a losses uh, in the initial uh, flush or it goes along with the impurities as a drain so 80% potential you have to uh, you know collect you get so much of potential 100 into 2.5 into 0.8 that comes to 100 into 2 that is 200 cubic meter of water and let me tell you if you compare it with the uh, with a with a tanker water each tanker 10000 liter that is 10 kg of uh, tanker this quantum comes to around 20 tankers of water in a season from one individual house having 100 square meter area or 1000 square feet of a building roof area it has too much of but 20 tankers you can collect it in one season and that can take care of your requirement during rainy season and you have some surplus which can be stored below ground so that it is made available throughout this how you can set up the independent system and that is what is mission we are working towards making people aware how they can set this system so that they are having sufficient water Sir, somebody has asked us that uh, what are the hindrances you see in adoption of uh, rainwater harvesting in India, despite of abundant rainfall. So, are, are there any challenges that you usually find? Uh, see, lack of awareness. I would say this kind of initiatives will definitely work. People, I mean, very, very, very few, uh, uh, you know, projects have run. Uh, uh, now the awareness is high. People are adopting it. Government is also imposing on you know making it compulsory all over when you are going for a new building construction. You have to have rainwater harvesting done. So with all that, let me tell you that for industries also which require water and they they pay uh, commercial charges to the same water you know uh, which which is available free for them as well. Uh, they they are the one who should invest it. Uh, uh, invest uh, money into this project. I'm sure industries are doing these days. Uh, we have done couple of industries in India uh, to name few uh, uh, public sectors like even DPCL, IRCL, Asian Paint, and so many that they invest in uh, rainwater harvesting so that whatever water is made available brings down their water cost or their production cost where water is involved, and that leads to more profits. And through CSR, they share this profit and benefit to the community. And we are getting the projects through industries. You know they. invest in through their csr and we do it for the schools to create awareness so that the children uh, uh, from the school get to know the practical aspect of doing it and they take this message forward and i'm sure in future uh, see today though rainfall is available in uh, sufficient quantity you know if you look at the average uh, it has not changed over century i would say decade over decade the rainfall remains same only six years are good years then four years are bad year but the average decade rainfall remains same But the pattern has changed. The intensity has gone up. But despite of all that, it is not that how much we get it. It is the question that what we do with what we get it. Do we conserve it or not? And that is where I think awareness is required. And this kind of initiatives will definitely do that awareness through this medium. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely makes sense. So uh, uh, I think uh, somebody has asked for a construction uh, detail of recharge pit. Uh, I am not sure if that can be discussed over uh, a chat, or would it be better if uh, it could be uh, showcased in some sort of sort of a diagram? Certainly, certainly we can share all the details. You can visit our website as well. You can uh, get connected to us, and uh, we can guide you. 
depending on the sizing, uh, uh, volume of the water and the, the, the conditions, you know, we have to consider uh, various filter media availability in that area and all those things. We have to consider the design and that is what uh, our USPs, we are very good at optimizing the designs, the sizing and pricing both and uh, practical designs which will produce the result and you have water, abundant water throughout the year. This is what we do. So you can just get it off to asking. Studio Osmosis is asking that uh, can rainwater harvesting be uh, a retrofit on existing buildings in the city? Yes, very good question. Yes, it is not only for the new buildings but also for the old buildings which are already having their roof terraces. If they are flat terraces, if sloping terraces, they can put a gutter. Already downtake pipes are designed, but it, they are meant for draining the water easily into the drains. Now you have to little bit shift your thinking process. You can right. fit those remaining components to it and you can still do it for the existing buildings in the societies uh, in urban areas. So that if these societies become self-sufficient of their water requirement, I think we will definitely contribute to the rural part from where this water comes to our taps and those people will get enough water for drinking and uh, we, we can be uh, we can practice this decentralization of current water supply system by adopting rainwater harvesting so that we have water and they have water as well and what would be the kind of uh, roughly the cost of uh, these kind of retrofit uh, systems for typically urban areas uh, like uh, uh, you know cities like Thane, Mumbai and all over if the structure uh, 8 story or 12 story structure adopts this old buildings are up to 12 story so if they adopt this i think if they have uh, any of the component which is available borewell if they have uh, all these factors to be considered uh, tanks may be separate tanks they may be having currently wherein municipal water they are using it so they don't have to invest in new tank otherwise they have to put new tank but put together everything i'll tell you roughly ballpark figure around two to three lakhs they, if they invest they can definitely save 33 percent of their water bills every year because out of total water requirement uh, of 135 liter uh, per person per day which is supplied by municipality 45 liter we require per person per day for toilet flushing wherein rainwater is best fit without spending anything instead of this uh, uh, only infrastructure which you, you need to be uh, you know uh, retrofit so the investment is around two to three lakhs for one society and the payback period is somewhere around three to five years maximum that is what i can tell you irrespective of sizing of the project or how many buildings are there yes you can consider this as a tumble and you can think of investing in Okay, and, and so is, is this easy to uh, do uh, some sort of a maintenance? Like the, I'm sure every system requires maintenance. So is there any uh, yearly maintenance that is re it requires, and is there any after sales service or after installation service kind of a thing available with you? Hardly any uh, maintenance reserve. Of course, you have to clean, keep the terraces clean, and uh, you have to ensure that your pumps are running well. That maintenance is required anywhere, whether you use rainwater, whether you use municipal water or tanker water, you need pumps. So that pump maintenance is required. The filter which I have uh, shown here is, as I said, it runs on water only, so there is no mechanical movement. So no uh, no electricity charges is, uh, they are going to uh, be added to your maintenance cost. So hardly any maintenance you have to clean. If something gets stuck there, you can clean and recharge pits also needs cleaning after one year. First year it runs well. But with the modular design, what we work upon as a practice of 20 years, we have developed a modular designs which are very easy uh, to maintain and uh, uh, 
rather this is one of the important factor to be considered would you ask this question because many of the system designed in a way that they are not easy to maintain and then they become defunct after one year and then it becomes a space where uh, water accumulates and there is a space for mosquito breeding Correct. and that to uh, you know risk so uh, the system which are designed technically sound uh, you know with a sound knowledge i think uh, there is hardly any maintenance and if you ask me the numbers the maintenance is around nothing more than 5% of the total project cost every year so if, for example okay. if you are spending 2 lakhs rupees it is going to be 10000 rupees, 10, rupees per, year. Uh, per per year that is the highest cost you can think of maintaining these systems and i think it is worth because 10000 we spend in a you know on for 10 tankers if we call it and here we are getting 20 tankers True, true. So, so, uh, so, Studio Osmosis is again asking that uh, uh, for this two, two, two to three lakhs of investment, what is the approximate size that we are talking about or, or the kind of space that is required for this rainwater harvesting? Of course, we are uh, assuming that the terrace, whatever is available, say approximately 5,000 square feet, is definitely what is available. But what is required at the, at the bottom level, at the ground level? See, uh, from 1000 to 5000, individual house is 1000 square feet and uh, terrace, society terrace is 5000 square feet. The individual uh, project cost would go around 60 to 80,000, nothing more than that, because the quantum is less. Uh, but uh, when it comes to housing society, 5000 square feet uh, of a terrace, you require this 2 to 3 lakhs budget. And uh, let me tell you the components which you see here except the small tank of maybe a 2 to 5000 liter capacity which is to be placed in one of the duct area which doesn't occupy any of the parking space even rest everything is below ground the recharge pit is below ground you can use that space on the ground so you don't have to compromise space on ground because urban area that is another challenge we face we don't have space around the buildings left for anything new which we can construct so in this context i would like to share that there is hardly any space required on ground. Everything can be done below ground except this tank. If you have one duct area where your service pipes comes, you know, they are, they are brought there. Uh, you can have this tank placed there itself and rainwater can be diverted by having this rainy filter connected into those tanks and it is better. So, so by existing tanks can also be used? <coughs> Sorry? Existing also can be used, yes, of course, but never it is to be mixed with the uh, principal water. Actually, it has to be separate tank because we are, though we are dealing with the precious resource freely available in the, in the nature, there are always chances that it may have carry some contaminate, contaminants like bird droppings and everything and some microbial contamination because of that, which doesn't affect our function as a flushing water requirement or a gardening or when you use that water for washing the clothes or utensils, it doesn't harm. But when it comes to consumption, so that is the reason why it should never be mixed with drinking water. Drinking water should be, most of the cases what we have seen that people use this uh, existing system for the secondary use because that use is more. Drinking you require only 3 liter water per person per day. At the most 6 liter you can drink and including cooking requirement, uh, water requirement, pure water requirement or clean water requirement is only 30 liter. Whereas rest of the... Uh, water out of 135 is used for secondary purposes wherein quality is not uh, a concern wherein rainwater can be definitely best fit. So the existing system can be used for secondary use and you can have a parallel system aligned uh, you know for a, a municipal uh, water which is used only for drinking purposes. 
Okay, wonderful. And uh, uh, of course, uh, people are trying to get into technical stuff like uh, the roof, uh, si as in, uh, the, the collection slope and everything, and channelization size. I think uh, that can be uh, done at more one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one kind of a detail. So I would uh, definitely share this PDF on uh, on, on our uh, social media as well, and we'll kind of uh, add in your contact details as well, so that we can uh, people can reach out to you directly and uh, figure out queries like, for example, how. How much deep uh, should the bore well? I think that's a very good question. We should take that. Uh, how deep should the bore well be? I mean, okay. Typically in Maharashtra, which is thought to be very difficult when it comes to accessing the groundwater because it's a hard rock terrain. So identifying the fractures within that rock is very important. So we make use of the technology rather uh, other than following the old practices. We use the uh, technology to uh, identify those cavities where water is available or water can be recharged either. So uh, deep, uh, as far as deep, uh, the depth is concerned, uh, we have limitation in the state. Uh, government has now restricted the depth of uh, drilling up to 200 feet. You cannot drill beyond that. So uh, there is another challenge now. We have to find water, you know, lesser than 200 feet depth because you cannot have access more than that. So that is where the our USP, where we, we conduct hydrogeological studies or geophysical investigation using electrical resistivity and electromagnetic survey. This can be or we find the cavities where water is available or water can be stored. And that is how we try to collaborate with nature by identifying those features available below ground, which doesn't uh, require any construction cost, no evaporation losses, and you can make use of these cavities to fill water from where it is made available. And that is how it works. So depth is restricted to 200 feet, but you need not go up to 200 feet even if you have right technique to identify where it is. Correct. Because the more we drill, we, we, we are going to invest a lot of cost in that as well. So, obviously it makes a lot of sense to stop if uh, if the water is available at say 50 feet or 75 feet, we stop there. In absence of uh, knowledge uh, and technology awareness, people go deeper for finding water and that is not a correct way. And that is the reason that we have reached up to the, uh, you know, even 1000 feet in some areas and water level has been you know gone down it has depleted and now is the time to replenish that level by adopting rainwater harvesting wherein groundwater recharging is one of the component which will help us in having this water table at a shallow depth earlier we used to get water at a shallow depth by dug well, through dug wells now we have to go deeper that is the reason more wells are required so let us adopt this techniques and recharge whatever is excess available during rainy season so that groundwater table comes up rather it is close to your surface and you know we don't have to put pumps and your energy cost also can be reduced and it will lead to you know sustainability and economic viability of the project if you think in these directions wonderful Wonderful. Thank you so much, sir. This, is, this was really informative. What I will also do is, uh, once we finish this, uh, I will uh, uh, convert this PDF and add your contact details, add your, uh, say, social media as well. And we will uh, uh, keep this uh, PDF available for, our, for all our followers and everybody so that, you know, people can directly just connect with you and reach out to you. Uh, and uh, please probably uh, utilize uh, water in a much more better sense. Yeah, uh, I, we, we will be happy to uh, support you for uh, any of your requirement. Uh, 
please get in touch with us and we'll be happy to share uh, in the form of knowledge, in the form of services or products or whatever you're looking for turnkey solutions. Yes, our team is uh, there to support you. Please uh, get in touch and uh, become water abundant. We believe that every drop counts and the social culture yeah. and uh, you know financial future of any country lies with best water managers because uh, that is what it makes difference to every one of us after this epidemic uh, this pandemic what we are going through i think the next uh, challenge is always a water scarcity in the season let us get ready to face these challenges which we face every year and we are there to help you Thank you so much thank for you. this opportunity and being thank part of this. Much, thank you so much for uh, really uh, uh, joining us for this one. This was very informative. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.